I really want to say this before I go on. I really want the Hurricane Nation, the U family, the University of Miami, everyone that's ever touched it, been a part of it, went to school here, is a fan, the community around the country. We got to bring this thing tight. Everybody. We got to bring it in tight and we got to bring it. Because when the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. And we got to get there. And it's going to take everybody. Well, folks, they call it the Confusion Bowl, but there is nothing confusing about that beatdown. 38-3, your Miami Hurricanes secured the victory and answered the question, who is the real Miami? Sent old Blaine Brett, Blaine Brett Gabbert, whatever his name is, flying home to Oxford, Ohio with the rest of those Red Hawks, back to their campus, which I heard is quite beautiful. Listener, Jimmy, how are we doing? Aloha. We're in Hawaii right now. Yes. Uh, It was great to watch that game. I watched it at 7 in the morning over here. I wasn't able to watch it live because I'm working a wedding over here in Hawaii. But, man, was that a great – like, I just can't imagine losing that game on vacation. So this was just a great way to start the season. There was really never a doubt. I mean, I watched it recorded, and I've it was like a I watched some of it live. It was just a mod podge. I think I watched the the fourth quarter first, and then I watched like this a, a mod podge. First. Yeah, like the game how I had to watch it. I think I it's hodge podge. Like... Oh, is it mod podge? <laughs> oh, he might be right. I've said you know I've said mod podge for a while now. Yikes! Um, that's bad. But uh, it was a great way to uh, start our little Hawaii trip. Never Indeed. a doubt. It was it was smooth sailing. Indeed. First play of the game. Or not first play, first pass of the game. Touchdown. Like that just what a beautiful start to the season. And it's so funny hearing preseason hype coming into like our team and who's standing out in camp. And you always hear those names that are mentioned a little bit more than others. And Colby Young was one of those. And boom, first play. Touchdown. Beautiful play. Well, I was it the first pass? Or maybe it was first just the first pass the you saw. No, first pass. Was it really? Yeah, it was TVD's first pass. Wow. Yeah. Well, before we get into the game, um, and yeah, while you're recording in the jungle, I'm over here recording in the concrete jungle. I was waiting yeah, to say that it's one. Eight. <laughs> uh, um, and my roommate actually was out of town all weekend, so I was able to just sit on the couch from the games from Friday night's game all the way till last night, Saturday night, and just watch mm. football. Nothing like Nothing it. Nothing like it. A little I, jealous. I got off the couch twice, and both of those times was to get a meal. Just to nice. put food in my belly and then back to the couch. Nice. I am a little jealous of that, but I was like, I'm not I, – I, I, college football will be there. I only have so many days here. I need to – we like we went to the beach yesterday. We saw a couple caves, and then we had to work the rehearsal dinner, so I was not able to watch anything. Um, so you're going to have to, I mean, I watched a little bit of highlights Colorado game. Um, but Mm. you're, you're going to have to give maybe the, the consensus on other games, but I was able to watch, I think like 98% of the Miami game. I can't really tell which parts I didn't see, but I'm pretty sure I saw everything. (laughs) Well, we will get into it. Um, but the only thing that matters is we started off one and oh. Um, mm. so I don't know where we want to start off with kind of a recap of the game, but I guess we can begin with, we got the ball first to start off on offense. Um, so overall 
offense. Um, in my in my opinion, offense was it looked a little bit vanilla, but it's week one. I understand there was probably a lot of the playbook that we weren't showing. And oh, but we said we said I know, we wouldn't say that. I know. We said but, we wouldn't say that. But I think it's just fact. I think and and this is why it's okay. It's okay because we still scored 38 points and we put up really good offensive numbers. So if you're saying, hey, yeah. we didn't show a lot of the playbook, but we put up those numbers, I will take that any day. Right. And that's kind of where I thought, uh, where my thoughts were on the offense. Like we, may, maybe it's quote unquote vanilla. I mean, I saw some motion and, and we had some, I mean, it wasn't, it was, I think from just like an eyeball test, like I, it looked like it was light years ahead of last year. And but the stuff was working and it was efficient. Right, um, that's the key. And yeah, and it was just the execution. Like, yes. and what I, I was something I wrote down is, and I don't know, I I need to actually pull up the stats for the game right now. But if maybe I didn't see any drop passes, like at, at least wide open drop passes on my end, maybe there were. Um, no, but, the I I would say there were not any drop passes. Really, the only like play that sticks out in my mind that we messed up on was Isaiah Horton. He had a tough first kind of drive, um, but yeah. he, he definitely settled in the game. But, like, he was wide open on – it should have been just, like, a little, like, corner post route to the sideline. He thought he was downfield blocking, had the complete wrong play. TVD kind of, like, was like, dude, what the heck? And he was quickly taken out of the game. So that, yeah. to me, is worse than a drop. Like, had the wrong play – completely and he was going to be open it was going to be a, a big pickup but that stuff happens first yeah. game but but other than that i mean the execution was fantastic we were yeah. moving the ball and and it looking at our running back crew it was Ooh. everything that i thought it would be i mean i literally realized that embarrassment of riches at running back we there have is too no, many like you we we literally have to and it, that's the sad thing we will lose probably one of these guys next year because they deserve to have more playing time. I mean, maybe they want to be a, like, like, listen, I would love it if they stayed, but I, I wouldn't blame one of them for leaving, but I don't know which one. Like the, the thing is there, there, it's not like one really stands out over the other. I mean, they, no. they each are good at their own thing. Henry Parrish is just a dog. Like he's, he has that fire in him that I think like, he, got that I think dog maybe Tal- in him. he does <laughs> AJ Allen. Gosh, the speed on AJ Allen was impressive. That mm, one juke move he had where he, he put, really the, he put the guy on skis. Uh, or on skates, and then uh, no, Mark that Fletcher. was dude. That was Parrish. Was the one that broke the guy's ankles. Oh, was that? Yes, that was Henry Parrish. Oh, okay. Oh, Which you're right. You're right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a different player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, it's hard to even keep them straight. There's so many. They played yeah. so. And, up- and Mark Fletcher is known for being like a bruiser, but the speed on him is is mm-hmm. impressive. Like it's just. Like I, I don't care if we're a run heavy offense because we have so many. Like, like the second one of our guys gets a little gas, bring in the next one, beat down those defenses. And that's the that's the kind of offense that Mario Cristobal has harped on and what he wants. And it starts with that offensive line, and they played very well. But one more point on the running backs, like you're saying, we're gonna lose one of them. I was a little bit worried throughout the game. I was like, man, Don Chaney got to get him a touch. Like I love Chaney. Um, and then he rips off a 20-yard touchdown run. I was like, oh, there he is. Right, so right. it's, yeah. Henry yeah. Parrish, Looking at this. nine carries for 90 yards with a touchdown. Fletcher, nine carries for 76 yards with a touchdown. A.J. Allen, nine carries, 47 yards. Cheney, eight for 4.8, uh, or for 38 yards, sorry, 4.8 average. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, just can't beat that. 250 total. Right, running, running back by committee. There it is. Yep. And, and that's Emory, a- Emory Williams, one carry for negative one yards. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's, yeah, so that's 9, 18, 27. That's 35 total carries amongst all of them, keeping them fresh. And you could kind yeah. of, you could tell when they were running, they were fresh, ready to go. So it's exciting. Very, very super, happy with the running super game. Ex- I mean, a total flip from last year. Yes. Like an absolute flip. So I'm super excited. Um, and how about that line? The line looked good. Oh, TVD stayed clean. Yes. He stayed clean the entire yeah. game. Didn't And he had so much time back there. And, um, yeah. and that's when he's deadly. When TVD can sit back and pick apart a defense, that's the TVD yeah. we like to see. Um, and unfortunately, yeah. I would say there was still some plays, some throws. I was like, Ugh, it made me a little bit worried. I don't know if his hand was an issue, but to be honest, maybe it was just like, maybe I was looking too much into it and maybe because I knew he had a bad hand, but like it looked like his throws were just kind of, for lack of a better term, weak. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's always had, he's never had a powerful looking throwing motion. He has that kind of sidearm thing. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, but I, then I'm just remembering. That's just, he's he's got a weird throwing motion. Yeah. Like it always kind of looks slow. Yeah. In my mind. But 17 for 22, 201 yards, a touchdown. That one interception, he just took too long on that pass because he had, uh, uh, who was it, Jacoby George, had him, but it just floated up there. And it, I think that kind of goes into what you were saying. Yeah, he, it was a tough one. He, I, I don't even really think he saw the guy, the, like that nickel corner kind of swing back around to make the play. Um, it was also one of those things he had so much protection the running back was about to release out so he actually would have been able like if it was just if he waited one more second like he did i agree waited too long overall but after all that waiting if he waited one more second running back releases off the block and then you can just dump it down to him um, right it's like stuff like but you know what first game of the year uh it's fine so yeah i i'd give tyler van dyke a b i mean he did what he needed to do he wasn't asked to do too much the screen game was working early. He was able to get the ball out quick and kind of hit. Screens yeah. are important to hit the guy right in the chest. I'd give him a B. I think he's definitely going to need to step it up, but um, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, overall offensive grade, what are you thinking? Oh, man. I would say overall offensive grade, I'm going to give an A- minus because I think our I think our offensive line played really well, especially with the freshmen. Uh Maui, it's now it's Maui Noah, not Maui Goa. Maui Noah, you should know you're Hawaiian now. I know, man. Yeah, Maui Noah. I was actually talking to a couple of the the, uh, the guys that we went on this like boat trip, and uh, they knew the name. Oh, really? They're yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, not, they don't know him personally, but they they obviously support him. Yeah. So, but then I think also the offensive line had two two tough false starts they didn't have a lot of penalties but their penalties were kind of they were backbreakers it was like a third and two were they both Inez Cooper uh no the first the first one was Maui Noah he had oh no no it was it was I'm sorry it was Matt Lee there was a snap issue Matt Lee yeah Matt Lee had a bad snap infraction that was coming off of a timeout we yeah timeout third and two he was mad yeah he was mad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he got hit with he got uh 
picked as captain for the game. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's good, but like that, you can't off of a timeout, no less. Like that cannot happen, right? I agree. Cristobal yeah, still I loves agree. his first quarter timeouts. Ugh. He does. Makes he me, does. But I I thought it was a cleaner coached game than what we saw sure. last year, for sure. Um, yeah. Wide receivers, wide receivers look good. I I still think we need. Colby Young's a beast. Like he's the guy. And that's what we talked about last week is we he yeah, was who's gonna be the to guy. Be the guy. Um Jacoby George, he he looked really he looked really good too. And then obviously X is X Ooh, is X. X look X look good. That one handed catch. He and he like the 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 maturity of him too is he kinda like that one handed catch, like it was debatable if that was a catch or not, but how he just played it off, they're like, yep, first down, like, let's yes. keep rolling. Like, like no one really questioned it. But after you watch the replay, you're like, uh, like, did he ever really have full possession of it? I don't like, but how he played, like, he's just a mature player. Yeah, clearly him, personality-wise, is a leader on that receiving group. And then we have a guy like Colby Young and X. He's going to step up too. But I would say maybe Colby has a little bit more talent um, so I feel much better about the receiving crew going into next week. Definitely. Um, and then it, one, uh, speaking of that receiving crew, well, we'll get to, we'll get to special teams as well, but yeah. Um, but my grade was an A minus as well. So I'm glad you said that a minus, uh, like, yeah, I feel the same way. I'd say TVD was like the B plus range. Um, I think running backs were an A plus. I think offensive line was an A only because, like you said, false starts. Uh, but really, any like holding calls? I, I there don't was even one know. big like, holding call. Yeah, it was on. Um, it they called it at first. Everyone thought it was Matt Lee, but it wasn't. It was. Uh, oh man, come on! Come uh, maybe on, that was like the two percent. <laughs> maybe that was the two percent of the game I missed. Yeah, because I like I said, I had to watch it all over the place, but. Uh, but still, like like penalties were limited. It was a clean, executed game by the offense, and that's why we scored over 38. And I will call it out. I thought we weren't going to score over 30 points. I got a little nervous. Uh, and so I'm happy, super yeah. happy with the offense. Last thing on the offense I will say is tight ends were non-existent. Non-existent. Um, I agree. Arroyo I didn't even thing. dress out. Uh, I, Jaleel Skinner, I don't think he dressed out either. Why? Do we know? I have no idea, no. Um, and then... Interesting. Yeah, I think Riley Williams was the only tight end to have a catch, and that was from Emery Williams in the fourth quarter. I think he was Who also only... looked good. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Emery Williams looked really good. That's, yeah, uh, that was, was like another thing is like, then I saw him like throw a dart, and I was like, man, that just looks different. I know. But... I know, I agree. I mean, his looked QBR was 98. Too. Three for Did three, not 42 look like a yards. freshman. No. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. Also, uh, yeah. one more note before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Ray Joseph looks yes. fast. Yes. Yes. Looks very fast. Love to get him yes. more involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. The defense. So, offense did their job, put up 38 points. Defense did their job, held him to three. Ooh, I think, I mean, I I don't know if you're feeling the same way. I think defense was the star of the show. Yes. Even though without any turnovers, surprisingly, we'll get them. But the one thing I just thought watching this game, and I know Miami of Ohio is not a 
a super fast team, but still, like, we looked fast. Like, we were getting yes. to the ball. Specifically, my favorite group that I watched, because it was a question we had going into the season, was our linebacker crew. Yes, linebackers looked really good. Besaint and and then the Ooh. other Maui Noah. Come yep. on. Francisco, he looked, and I was excited by him because I didn't know, like, I... I haven't watched too much of him. I didn't know necessarily his game speed. He looked fast and smart. Like, he's clearly a leader out there on the field, too. Yeah, but Wesley Besaint was just flying around. Yeah. I will say that the the jersey number changes are messing me up. Yes, I know. I was like, I saw 20. I forgot James Williams switched to 20. Yep. And now Couch is zero. I'm, I'm all over. Our, our whole line, uh, um, Mesidor, is he four now or three? He's uh, something. Sure. He's one, he's a he's a single number. So I'm like I'm all over the place now when it comes to to our numbers. So it took me a little bit bit to get used to it. But Couch was also uh, a big highlight. Like he that one hit he had. I think it was a fourth down play. Uh, went like could have went for a big you know hit that he could get ejected on, but went right for the gut to to try and knock the ball loose Very on nice a fourth hit. down pass. Makes um, the makes the incompletion. So. That Cam really good. Cam Kinchins had a big hit as well. He Cam Kinchins played really solid. Like hit. he was just yeah. locked down. I think we're gonna see a different. We're gonna see some different people in the secondary, kind of because like a guy like Kinchins, he's not gonna get tested as much. People are looking the other way from him, and so like if we have yeah. a good defensive game and we don't see a lot of Kinchins, that's a good thing. Like yeah, we don't need our corners and safeties making all of these tackles like like we have in right. the past because we're getting gashed. That's right. the line and linebacker's job, and that was what would happened. Yeah. Um, uh, Jafari Harvey looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we, we could take it group by group. Yeah, linebackers, wonderful job. I'm super excited for Besaint this season. I think he's just going to be unbelievable. This Like, just to have another year under his belt um, and his speed. Defensive line looked pretty solid. I, like, we, we got to the quarterback. Uh, they, they're all hitting their assignments. It looked like, like there was, wasn't any like gaping holes anywhere. Jafari Harvey had a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, um, we sacked Gabbert three times, but he was running for his life. A lot of the, like they didn't credit us with as much pressures as I thought we had, but I mean, it was clear he was uncomfortable back there from the start. And we were, there's just, we were just causing chaos. And the thing I loved most about, the mix of our line and linebackers is, and this was something that, um, this was something that Guidry, he, he harps on is helmets to the, like we had so, we swarmed so many people were getting involved on tackles. Once one person was in there, I mean, it was just how many hats can we get on the ball? Yeah. Very, very Bank get any tackles. I don't see him on the box score. I mean, he was in there on some plays. He was, yeah. I don't think he got accredited with any, though. Um, and then Leonard Taylor. Leonard Taylor had, he, I think he was getting frustrated out there. He, he thought he was getting held a few times. He got a personal foul called against him because he was arguing with the ref over a over a holding call. And granted, it yeah. was a holding call. But like what else he's got to realize this year, he's going to get double teamed. He's going to get focused on. He's going, like, he's so, yeah. af- he's so good. He's going to get held. He's just got to keep his composure and let, like, if they're going to focus in on him and double team him, uh, the rest of our line's going to make a play, and we need to be good with that. Yeah, and that's for the better of the squad, too. Yes. You know, like, like if they're double teaming, that means there's someone unaccounted for. 
yeah. that means a linebacker is getting through or something like that. So, um, this is actually reminding me because I'm I'm picturing how like they were talking about that the announcers. The ACC network is so bad, like they're yeah, that announcing crew. Like I I wrote some I wrote I was starting to write notes on things that they were saying, but I had to I had to stop because uh, I was just like there's too many things. But literally, I think it was literally one play in. We ran the ball, good gain. Maybe it was a first down. I don't know. But the, he literally goes, "This is a different Miami this year." Yes. <laughs> Like oh, you yeah. have seen, we are one play in, one yeah. single play in. This is a different Miami this year. It was. I was waiting for the Miami has their swagger back comment. I mean, this guy, right. and it came. It came. He. They then started talking about like, they just started going well into the future and like what Miami can do and like national championship count. I'm like, whoa! Like, are, I, I literally we felt like we were playing Alabama last year. I agree. They yeah. literally said, you know, the quote was, if they beat Texas A&M this year, Miami is back. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> next week is that or next, game. next Next week, sorry. I say next year. Next week. Yeah, they said, if, they, if, we beat my, if we beat Texas A&M next week, Miami is back. Yes. Yeah, I was were, just laughing. They were crazy. And then when I really knew I didn't like him is when he also said he likes the new clock roll. He goes, I we I like the new clock roll. I'm like, okay, well, you're that's one out of every college football fan because these games are going fast. Yeah, but like then I saw the overall timing. I, I felt like they were going fast, but so like a game like that where we're running the ball a lot, picking up a lot of first downs, there's not a lot of injuries, like those games are gonna go by faster. Cause it's it used to be like if you're getting a lot of first downs, the game's slowing up because the clock's stopping. But like I saw yeah. last week, the average game time was down from three hours and twenty seven minutes to three hours and twenty four minutes. So it's okay. like, what I want them to do though but is it's, what? But it's because they're getting more commercials in. I know that's also the thing. But I don't know how much. I does like stopping the clock when you get a first down never made any sense to me. I just like it because it means more football. I know, but hey, you get the lead, and it's you feel better about those games going by fast. You just don't want to yeah. be losing, and the clock is ticking. Yeah, and what about corner? Play? I wish what do you think about our. Oh, sorry. You one more thing on this. the clock rule is I just wish if they're going to do it like the NFL, which that that's why they they're doing it doesn't stop when you get a first down unless it's under two minutes in the first half or fourth quarter, second quarter or fourth quarter. But why not have the two minute rule as well? Like two minutes, yeah, timeout. I don't. Why not put that in too? No. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Whatever. Uh, corner play. I thought we looked good. I mean, like Gabber was only twelve for twenty-one, no touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Brown. The I think it was the younger Brown started getting picked on a little. Is he seven? The younger Brown. I'm I think he started getting picked on here. a little bit. At the end, whoever is seven, just yeah, start getting picked a little bit at the end with the backup QB. The backup QB was throwing some good balls. I know, and they made some unreal catches. Unreal catches. Like, where's this been today? Yeah. But he, he was still the the. I mean, he was getting quote unquote picked on, but he was still on the ball. Like, I, we weren't. They like, were, I was thinking like, oh, what is he doing right now? Like, it was good defense. Everyone was in position. Like, that's yep. That's all I can ask for coming off of last year. Execution. Execution. Business ethics <laughs> um yeah I, I was the corners they weren't challenged i mean we're gonna get challenged big time by texas a&m with the corners like we'll, we'll yeah. talk about texas a&m in a little bit here and what to expect but it's gonna the corners 
I don't feel like they were tested very much with Miami of Ohio. Um, our athleticism, we were able to just like keep up and, and Gabbert wasn't, he, he struggled. He just struggled <laughs> a little bit, yeah. but, um, but yeah, we limited the big plays. I think they had one, like I can think of one big play. It was like a crossing route. They got us for like 30 yards. That's, I can think of one. But other than that, we did not get gas for big plays, which is what killed us against Middle Tennessee State. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. Great game. I mean, what more could you ask? I, I, you know, everyone was so fixated on the crowd uh, in that game. That was bothering me because we, one, had a lightning delay, and it's also Miami of Ohio, and also just like, who cares? No who other team cares? in the nation gets picked apart about their crowd than the Miami Hurricanes. I don't understand it. Even our ticket prices were being made fun of this week. But then you look at like uh, FSU and UF when they're playing some smaller schools, their tickets are like eight to twelve bucks as well. Yes. It's college football. It every is what it game is. there's I... going to be games that don't matter, dude. Every game I turned on this weekend, even the bigger matchups near the end, it was a very small crowd. But like the smaller matchups, and it just they were small crowds. Like, yeah, it, why does it matter to anybody? It shouldn't. And guess what? I agree. I heard it was loud. I heard the light show going into the fourth quarter was awesome. I hope they keep doing that. I heard it was a great atmosphere. So, yeah. And then next week, Texas A&M, it's going to be even better of an atmosphere. It's ridiculous. I, I've, I only oh, ever see, oh, crowd before Miami kickoff, 15 minutes to go. Oh, my gosh. It's 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 just old news. It's it's like, like when we win, that's all they have. Like, oh, the crowd is small, though. Yeah, it's like it's it's ridiculous. It's like sorry, we yeah. don't get ninety thousand to go to a volleyball game like Nebraska. You could put a volleyball right, game because, in my living room. I'm not going. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's because y'all you're in Lincoln, Nebraska. Like who who is surprised? Even like FSU man with Tallahassee, dude. What is there to do in Tallahassee on a game day? Should we go to the game or the Golden Corral tonight? Right, exactly. Should in we go Gainesville, to a college bar and go see the game in Gainesville? Should we go? Should we go swamp hunting for pythons or should we go to the football game? Right. Right? <laughs> swamp right. hunting? That's a swamp thing. hunting. <laughs> I went gator uh, hunting before. I was gonna say gator hunting, but then I was like, that doesn't make sense of the gators, and I just thought like, oh, they play in the swamp and then hunting came, no. and then came turned into swamp hunting. Maybe fly fishing. Honestly, I would consider fly fishing better than watching that Florida product this year, but Oof. They look Ooh. bad. Backup quarterback Utah did not look good. Having to post after the game, like staying true to the team. Week one. Dude. I love it. Did you uh, – we'll get it. hang on. We'll get into the UFFSC stuff at the okay. end. Um, okay. Last thing is special teams. Punter looked really good. And then yeah. Borgallis. Borgall- Thank God we have Borgallis. That guy saves us. Oh, yeah. Knocked that one in, but hey, I'll take one that knocks in rather than one that doesn't. Yeah, but he still had what? Uh, he was three for three? Yeah, money. So, and then this is something Touchbacks that, every time? Yes. Yeah, it's huge. Oh, how about that on the other side? First kickoff return of the game, um, Brashard Smith. Yeah. Nice yeah, one, that's what 40 set yards. Us up. That's why. Yeah, that's what set us up because then we had like a couple good runs and then it was the, the TVD pass. Yeah. Yep. Um, let me see here. What else do I have in my notes from the game? Yeah, super balanced attack on both sides. We talked about that, but the the stats ended up pretty much even. And like that is just you can't ask for anything better than that. 
But uh, yeah, right. dad, I called dad at halftime and he made a great call. He said, an old Miami team, when Miami of Ohio comes down and gets that field goal right before half and like you could feel a little shift. Now it's 13-3. We're not feeling as good. We march right down the field and get a field goal to go up 16-3 at half. It, yeah. You felt way better. Old Miami team doesn't do that. Yeah, I agree. It was like I efficient, agree. dude. Like we could just do what we wanted with the ball against an yeah. inferior opponent. Yeah. I also I like just the cl- the small clips I saw of Shannon Dawson on the sidelines. I mean, he is in it. Like he's active on the sidelines. Yeah. And I just like to see that from an offensive coordinator. I I you know, our guy last year up in the booth. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of football that well to know which one's better. I don't think there is a better way because you see coaches doing either or, but I just think there's something about him being in it down on the field with that crew. I think that makes you buy in more to an offensive scheme, you know? Yeah, and then you have guys in the booth talking to you, but you're down there with your players. Right, right. Um, yeah. And, and uh, dude, this was a better team than Middle Tennessee State was last year. Like, we made this Miami of Ohio team look bad. I'll be interested to see how they finish the year because they, they've they got high hopes for this season. Like, they're, yeah. not, they're not as bad as we made them look. No, they're aren't they? They're like they they're a solid contender to win the MAC this year. Projected to finish second in the MAC, right? So, so. we, I mean, we we shut them down, and like I'm just so thrilled with our defense because honestly, no matter what our offense, like we'll see, you know, next week with Texas A&M um, against a better defense, what they look like. But with that type of defense, like you, you are going to be in games. Yes. Yep, that is the key, is to have, we need that. And another big thing on our defense, Jimmy, is we, the Miami of Ohio Redhawks, as they are known, were 2 for 12 on third down, 0 for 3 on fourth down. We got off the field. Locked down. We didn't get off the field last year. No. Fourth and 14. We saw a lot of Headley. So to bomb both sides, it was just, it was, it it genuinely looks like a new team. I mean, our roster at 41 new players, like it is a, it is a different team this year. I feel like, I mean, like, listen, we had some good games to start last year, but even though, like, even like that people are saying like, oh, we scored like 30 something on what was a Southern Miss last year. Um, like even with that, like it it didn't look as good, right? And and it, it looked good this week one. I'm not gonna get ahead of myself. I mean, I have us going nine and three this year, so this is this is about on par where I want this team to be for my record. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just looked it, it like we said it, looked, it was a clean game. You know, limited penalties, TVD stayed off the ground. Special teams was super solid. No injuries. No injuries. Good. We're rolling. We are rolling, and we are rolling straight into Aggieland. Even though this is a home game, it is going to be played at Hard Rock Stadium Saturday, September 9th, 3.30 p.m. kickoff. The Aggies, the Jimbo Fishers, come to town. We're going to be there. We are going to be there. Flights are booked. Uh, When do you land? Ooh, I'm going to be... It's going to be a tough turnaround for me. I land... We basically leave here when it's Thursday night in Hawaii... But I'm going to be landing in Atlanta when it's like Friday, kind of early morning before noon. And then I'm leaving early the next morning, flying to Orlando for Good us to drive Lord. down to the game. Gonna Dude, be you better hope turnaround. they win. 
Uh, no, dude. I, I honestly, I just want to get to a game. Yeah. Now, if this was like, if I'd already been to a game, this was like at the end of the year, then yeah, they better win this game. But I'm just going to be so happy to be there at the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fly into Orlando Friday morning, um, private. They've, our, our corporate hooked us up with private jets. So that'll be nice. Yeah. 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 Thank you to our sponsors. Um, For some reason, then, they want to send me to Atlanta, then Orlando. But hey, I'm not going to argue with them. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? We're, they, well, they're, they're trying to cut costs a little bit, and they, it's easier to yeah. get out of Atlanta. But yeah, very thankful for that. Fly in Friday morning, and then yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be a fun weekend. Um, so, Jimmy, the Texas A&M Aggies football program represents Texas A&M University, the sport of American football. The Aggies compete in the football subdivision FBS and the National Collegiate Athletic Association of the Western Division of the Southeastern Conference SEC. Texas A&M football claims three national titles and 18 conference titles. The team plays all home games at Kyle Field, a 102,733-person capacity outdoor stadium on the university campus. Jimbo Fisher's team head coach. <gasps> How are we feeling going into this game? You know... Let's recap the Miami of Ohio game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I think I'm feeling about the same before I felt... About how I felt last... What am I saying? I'm feeling the same I felt last week before the game. Yeah. I'm feeling the same I felt last week before even we took a snap. Because as good as we looked, Texas A&M also looked really good last week. Now, they're also playing New Mexico, and that's not a great team either, but neither was Miami, quote-unquote, I mean, relatively Miami of Ohio. Uh, But 52 points that they put up, their quarterback had, what, five TDs? Yeah. Yeah. so, I mean, he, like you said, it's going to be a test for our defense. I, I kind of feel about the same. I am expecting a win because we played them close last year. We are a better team this year. We will see how much of a better team they are this year. Texas A&M always has these games where it's like, oh, like are they turning the corner? I mean, it's, it's some ways kind of like how people talk about us. But so we don't really know what we're getting out of Texas A&M as much as we don't know what we're getting out of us. So I feel about the same. I still expect a win, but Texas A&M did look good. It'll be a good game. Yeah, I'll be honest. I I was feeling really good after our game on Friday. Then I watched Texas A&M play yesterday. They're a lot better than they were last year, too. I know it was against New Mexico, an inferior opponent, just like Miami of Ohio. Um, Apology, the AC just turned on behind me. Let me know if you can hear that feedback. People kind of together. I can hear it a little bit, but I'll yeah, I'll figure it out. Should I turn it off? It'll (laughs) sweat me out in here. No, you're Um, good. All right. And um, against an inferior opponent, but new offensive coordinator Bobby Petrino, Jimmy, that offense looked good. Connor Wegman. I didn't realize it was Petrino. Yeah, Petrino is there. Yeah, Connor Wegman, is that how you say it? Yeah, uh, maybe. Wegman. We'll go with it. What a dumb last name. Yeah. Yeah, five touchdowns, 277 yards, almost 80% completion rate. Um, They're wide, like, it, it just... They struggled offensively last year, just like we did, and seemed to have found something, just like we have. Yeah. So it's gonna be, it's going to, the game's gonna be won on that side of the ball. And I think where I feel like we have the edge is our running game, and that's where Texas A and M still struggles just to stop the run. They did an okay job against New Mexico, but that's their biggest yeah. gap, and I think we can attack that gap. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I mean they they uh, New Mexico had 131 yards of running. I mean nothing like crazy, but average 8.2. So I would like to believe we could uh, we 
Oh no, I'm, I'm looking at receiving. Never mind. Oh, geez. rushing. Uh, nine. Yeah, they ran for 91 yards. I don't know. It it'll be. Yeah. It, it's just it's it's gonna be a fight to the end. I believe similar to last year. I think if Texas A&M focuses on this is if I was them. So, um, Jimbo, if you're listening, I know he sometimes tunes in. Jimbo, yeah. you're probably gonna focus on the running. You're going to say we are not gonna let. Miami run and we're going to make TVD beat us. And quite yep. frankly, that's probably the play. We like we still have question marks at wide receiver. TVD still hasn't shown he's the TVD of 2 years ago. Like if I'm them, I'm saying you TVD, you got to beat us. You got to beat us throwing the ball. That's where I get scared because they also they have that BC transfer corner Josh DeBerry. That guy uh-huh. is he's an NFL player. Like he will yep. be playing on Sundays. So they've got a good secondary. Like that's where I get worried is are we gonna be able to score the ball? Yeah, they have a good line too. Their line's impressive. Um I wanted Shamar Stork get any that he was a recruit we should have had last year. Uh he had one he got a couple snaps. Um they're yeah, I mean the the game plan is you make T V D throw the ball down the field and see what you what happens, you know? Like if if you're Texas A&M, you take away our run game, you take away our short passing game because that's where TVD kind of thrives. So, but if we can just hit some deep balls and open up that field a little bit, I feel yeah. really confident about the game. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps that it's home. Say what you will about Texas A&M, they have a great home field, great great home field advantage. So we have this yeah. at the Rock. We're expecting a good crowd. Um, yeah. But Jimmy, this is just not. When's the last time? Miami's won a game like this. I don't know. That's 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 the tough part. I don't I don't really know. So I I'm just going to hold that I'm going to hold on to my optimism after watching our performance uh that we will be that we'll execute the same way that we did game 1. And like I said with a defense like ours that I believe we're going to have this year there will not be a game we're out of. And I think if those guys we're talking about can step up again, TVD can take his leadership role and X and Colby Young can make some plays late. I like our chances. I do. You do. Home game. That, that I think that crowd's going to be popping on Saturday I think night. so. I, yeah. That's where it's like, I just can't. Everything's lined up. This is just a game. Like I'm not saying we're going to go on to do something special this year. I'm not saying anything like that, but like this is week two. You have a chance to beat a ranked team, a team that beat yeah. you last year, an SEC team. You've got it at home. You're going to have a good crowd, 3.30 kickoff, national television. Like, you, this is just a game. Like, I, I just, you got to win. I agree. Win. I agree. This, this is the type <laughs> of game that shows progress year over year. Like, this was a team you lost to last year in, in a, in a, this disappointing performance and ugly performance that you actually oh, still had a chance to awful. win. You still had a chance to win that game and it was an ugly performance. And to to be able to play them again next year and show that year over year um improvement, that like I see this yeah, as a game like for the for setting the tone for the rest of the season and just the Mario Cristobal era, this is a big, big game. It's really big. And one, another thing kind of stemming off of even last week's game or I guess yesterday's game, two days ago, whatever. I don't even know what day it is. The 
and and last year's game, you got to be able to convert in the red zone. That was what killed us last year in this game is we settled for so many field goals and then yeah. the even like we even were two for four. We had two touchdowns and two field goals against Miami of Ohio in the red zone. We got, yeah. we got to be at least three of four on those. Like we've got to be better in the red zone. I agree. I agree. Cannot this is a game you can't sell for field goals, especially in the beginning. Like what we've seen, yes. so many Miami games that we have went to, is like like I'm, the one that it's not even the most recent, but the one that comes to mind is when we played Michigan State, and the crowd was popping and like everyone was super hyped for the game, and then immediately like we're just out of it, like we we're not making plays. They're getting big plays down the field. And the crowd was just out of it. And so what I what we really need is just come out hot, just like we did week one. Come out hot, and that crowd is going to be there and stay there. And that, I think that's like, if we come out hot, I'm going to feel even more confident about this game. If we start out slow and we let the Aggies jump on us, that's where I get start getting a little bit nervous because we've seen those games where we just get jumped on early and we're just clawing our way back the rest yep. of the game. Then maybe it's a game at the end if we lose to a heartbreaker. So start out hot. Got to start. We started fast against Miami, Ohio. We took first drive down for a touchdown, then made them go three and out, and then we're rolling. Like, you yes. got to do the same yeah. thing against and A&M. Out. That's a good point you just brought up. Like, that was something so different about this game. Like, it's so often that that we, uh, like, we'll, like, have a good play, but then we'll just let them right back in. And this game, we were actually, like, once, like, we put made a good play, we were on the other end stopping them. You know, we like so. I just feel like so often if our offense is playing good, it means our defense isn't playing good. We don't right. see that full product every now and then. We're going to need that full product again this week. All right. Jimmy, what happens if we win this game? Oh, I start believing. Start believing, right? I mean, the especially if we is, win it I, kind of soundly. Yeah. They haven't like, released so the spread yet. Oh, they haven't? Okay. That's what I was going to ask. I, I, I'm going to say. The I, I I will start believing. A couple Don't factors are gonna play into believing. it. Is hold on to that feeling. Sorry, I thought I was on mute there. Lights. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> uh, FSU plays a little bit later today. We're recording before that game. If yep. FSU looks good, we already saw North Carolina. They looked good. Clemson's gonna look good. Like. I will feel good about it, but we got a we got a pretty three pretty good teams uh, other than us in the ACC. Um, so it's still not going to be like oh we got the ACC this year. No, especially because it, it's, it's the yeah. divisions are gone. Like it's going to be even tougher. We we missed right. out. We blew our chances on opportunities to make this simple. Back when there was divisions in the ACC, and uh, even now, like this is the last year of a fourteen college football playoff. Like. It's going to be even – it'll be easier, obviously, to get into the playoff, but to actually win the whole thing now will be way harder. Like Chaos. This – we have we blew it, but that's fine. Now, whoever wins truly is the best. Um, yeah. There will be no question about it, but yeah. Oh, they did – the line just opened. Well, we'll do it on our picks. All right, any any more preview oh, here? I think I actually did see this. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else in the preview? No, I just God, I want to be Jimbo, man. I just oh, like I you said, we've, hate we've, never, that we've never beat. We've never <laughs> sorry, beat Jimbo, Jimbo. If you're listening. We've never beat Jimbo at Hard Rock, and I just want to be. Oh, him. makes I don't me like the guy. Sick. He's so smug. Thing is, I know a couple Texas A&M fans, and they're just nice people. Like I, I have nothing against Texas A&M. 
uh, guy that I name go them. to the gym with. <laughs> his name's Wes. Guy that I go to the gym with. Nice guy. Right, right, a, wedding, a wedding I shot uh, in June. His name is Preston. Super nice guy. And everything I see on like Twitter and stuff, they're saying that um, that when they went to the Texas A&M game last Texas A&M game last year, that everyone was super nice to them, like weirdly nice. Well, dude, that's so, the thing is they're they're no offense to your friends, I'm sure they're very great people, but Texas A&M fans, they're kind of weird. That like that thing they do at midnight, oh, yeah, the, yeah, whatever they call <laughs> the midnight call or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the midnight yell yeah. or something. like Oh, it's weird. It is weird. I would it not want to be at College Station at 1 a.m. before game day. Weird things no. happen. Weird, weird things. Yeah, that does frustrate me when I when I see any type of clip on that. It was like, th- those were going viral last year. People are yeah. not having it. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly racist. All right, yeah, I'm back, back on the train. Yeah, I don't, right. like, I, don't like, I don't like the fan base. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get, in a, let's get into some picks. Um, let, we'll hold off on the Miami pick for the very end. Okay. But bolt. So first, we'll look at our rivals, Jimmy. Your lock and our rival, Florida. You got that right. Utah Boom. handled them, dude. Florida looked bad. They have problems. They bad. They, they have problems. They can't yeah. run the ball. I think they had fourteen rushing yards. Not Jimmy. what you want year two. No, coming out of the gate. Because yeah, honestly, I mean Utah looked fine. But they were kind of giving the game back to UF. Backup, backup quarterback, and and, and they, they had a few starters out. Yeah, they did. So yeah, like every like honestly, I was already kind of making uh, personal excuses for myself. I was like, ah, oh, their quarterback's out. Uh, they're not healthy. Yeah, UF might actually win this game. And especially what was it, twenty four to three at one point, and ended up being twenty four to eleven. But Utah came out, smacked them in the mouth. Then they kind of slowed down after that. Um, yeah, first play of the game, game. First play of the game from Utah against uh, they call oh, yeah, Florida yeah. likes to call themselves DBU and got absolutely torched Burn. by the backup quarterback. Yeah, Jimmy, they the I don't know if you saw this, but what momentum was starting here. <laughs> momentum was starting to shift. Florida was going to get the ball back. Utah's punting. Florida got called for a personal foul penalty because they had two two players on the field wearing the same number. Oh, Utah my keeps goodness. the football. No, you, I that didn't is, see that. In, they, then they immediately panned to Billy Napier. He looked lost. Just like he he wasn't even mad. He was just he looked confused. Disaster has struck in Gainesville. I mean, just like I, I, I like. I mean, I have. There's no love lost for me of the Gators, but God, it's gonna be tough for those fans to wait all off season and then watch that first play happen from Utah and just. <laughs> Seven nothing, just like that. It's going to be a long year. They're going to struggle to find five wins. Yeah, I got to look at their schedule. They've but got I Mc... think four and eight's yeah. an actual possibility now. They've got McNeese State this week, so they'll be able to they get their first win this weekend. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then FSU, you already said they play tonight, so we're not able to uh, we're not able to talk about that here. Um, although we do know who's going to win, we have we have the kind of power, but. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna be. Uh, what time's that kickoff? Um, seven thirty, I think. Seven thirty. So I'll be. I'll be like hour and a half into working this wedding. So I will not be able to watch it. But I hope I'm watching some good ESPN highlights later. Because uh, I think LSU is gonna be a good squad. It's gonna be. It is a great game. That's that's 
I, I think I guess it is Labor Day weekend. I don't like that it's on a Sunday though. But it's it's definitely the I think the best matchup we're gonna see this first week. Yep. And then they got Southern Miss next week, so um, I mean, it's put it's put up or shut up time for FSU, though. I mean, all yeah. the hype and oh, they're talking they, about thirteen and zero or nothing, or I guess it would have to be fourteen and zero, but um, or thirteen zero kind of championship, uh, the ACC championship. But they're talking about just undefeated season that that they're you know it's championship or bust this year. It is put up or shut up time for this FSU team. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I think obviously Norvell's done a great job uh, this past year with that crew but was last year just kind of like you know did the stars align for them schedule wise um you know who they were playing yeah i mean they finished strong but they lost three games kind of in the middle of the year and then they they were able to like rally off six in a row to to finish strong but yeah yeah so put up or shut up time for the old Knowles. should have lost lsu last year um definitely should have lost lsu last year all right, real quick before we get into final picks, the only thing else on my notes here, SMU, Cal, and Stanford now in the ACC. Ten seconds. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have no other – I think we already talked about this, but I'll say SMU, the, the yeah, SMU we ta- Kings. Yeah, we talked about it before it was, like, actually verified. Like gotcha. It's, it's happening. And the SMU Canes, though, they got, they came out hot, man. It was, like, 24 nothing, like, yeah. the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot Knighton I mean, was that, there. It's that Rhett Lashley offense, yeah. He, he, got, he got lucky with a couple fumbles, too. Did like, he? Did he yeah. fumble? No, oh. like, it was like, bang, bang. Like, he's like, oh, he's down. But I was like, ooh, I know that. I know that. Yes, we've seen that. No, I saw a play where he just got, abs- like, his head got taken off. Oof. Uh, his helmet flew off, but. Decapitation. Uh, I mean, it, it, he, yeah, he was just, uh, I mean, he was, he was a. Uh, What's a defenseless player basically at that point? So um, it's not no knock on him, but I just saw one hand. I'm like, oh god, Knight just got destroyed. But yeah, uh, uh, oh, did you also see uh, Garcia lost out in the starting job at um, oh, where'd no. he go? Uh, was it Missouri that he went to? Well, whoever he went, he lost out in the starting job. <laughs> Tough scene. Wherever he went, um, he is at yeah, Missouri, yeah, lost out in the job. And apparently it wasn't even close. Yikes. And then Thad Franklin is like the third string running back for, uh, um, who was it? It was like, I don't know if it's Arkansas State. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it was I love how you keep school. bringing up these people that you don't know where they're at. You're I know, just putting I just yourself saw, I, on I, the spot. Well, I He's just at keep UL Monroe. That it's like, Oh, you on Monroe, yes. The I, I'm Warhawks. sorry. I just keep seeing these things that it's like these were players that we were so hyped for for I our know. own program. And like they are not even the starters at these second schools that are lesser programs in the University of Miami. And so that's that why I'm excited for this year is like that 41 player turnaround that we had this year. Like I believe Cristobal is bringing in those guys and I trust that man's evaluations. And the ability to develop these players. You know who still clearly who we had in our locker room was not the players we needed to have in the locker room. Yeah. You know who's still at North Carolina is Corey Gaynor. I was watching him last night. The man's gotta be forty. Gosh, UNC Dude. looked good. Drake. UNC May. looked very good. It was a good win for them. You but yeah. South Carolina's always overrated. Mac um, Brown grabbing the face oh, of the South Carolina flashbacks to Manny with him. Gosh, that man God, is just ruthless. Can't help himself. I don't like him. Speaking of age 40, 
Um, and actually, what our <laughs> lock segment and next segment is brought to you by is thank you for this sponsorship, Ryan Ragone. Um, Ryan Ragone, middle linebacker for the University of Miami Hurricanes. Ryan Ragone has been on the Miami Hurricanes for about eight years now and is an absolute gamer, always in there to make a play, but clearly looks like a little bit different than everyone else on the field. Thank you, Ryan Ragone, for giving us all hope that maybe we can all play for the U. Ryan Ragone. Yes. Amen to that. He uh, wow. He's already donating to the Alumni Association. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, his kid just enrolled freshman year. <laughs> it is unbelievable. He got, he got some snaps there at the end. He did, and he, the guy makes plays. He does. But you, Oh, my gosh, he's 5'11". Man, I don't even want to know what I would look we, like if I was put we, out in my I field. <laughs> I was just about to say that. God, we would look so small. <sighs> we would look so small. 5'11", um, 220. Yeah, man, still kicking. Good for him. Good mm. for him. All right. All anything right. else before we get to some picks here? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I saw the football. top. Did you see they interviewed or they like surveyed a thousand high schoolers across the country? For top ten, who who like? Oh yes, I did. Yeah. Top ten brands most, in college most recognizable football. brands. Yeah, yeah. and Miami. We this is these are kids that have never known Miami to be any somewhat good. Like right, they. I mean, let, like let's think that these kids were probably all born like two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, literally, they are born at the beginning of because like those two thousand one to two thousand five, we are still good. Yeah, but they were con when they were conscious. It was basically the Al Golden years. Yes, and and on they had us at number ten. Yeah, yeah, no, that was great, and I think that's just a testament to. I think if Cristobal is not our coach, I don't think that survey goes that way. No, but it's still like it's part of just the U. Like it's cool. The U is still cool. Hundred percent. I mean, you just look at. And like, I don't know, you just look at the fan bases when they, I, I don't care about the crowd, lo, like, uh, size, but when you pan to the crowd at a Miami game, looks different. And then you, and then you pan to one at like a UF game. It's different. Like, it's just, it, it just looks a little bit more fun. All these other you crowds know? just like, have, everyone's wearing the same exact thing and they're all shaking their pom poms in the same exact oh, manner. They, they dress up for the, they, they dress, dress up for the game. They dress up. Yeah. They do. They, Doesn't the women Clemson put on their dress. Yes. Big time. Women put on their dresses and the men have their jeans and cowboy boots. And I'm like, I'm in Miami. You put on your good luck t-shirt, basketball shorts, some Jordan shoes, a gold chain, yeah. and we're heading out. Right, I mean it's different. It is. It is like it, like it is fun to go to a Miami game, and I'm like I'm sure if you're a fan of Florida, they have a good time at those games too. But it's just like it's like a party, like when Miami's doing good. Yeah. Um, and we don't have like our we have we don't have like all the stupid little chants that they all have, and yeah, it's something doing different the after every play. The whole game, it's like I'm, yeah. I'm reading a book on how to keep up with it. It's like no, we're yeah. showing up. We're just yelling. And we're we're singing Peppas, maybe. Exactly. Texas A&M has a lot of those. So many chants. Yeah, Bama was number one on that list, obviously. Ohio State, two. Georgia, three. Oklahoma, four. Clemson, five. LSU, six. Like, these are all programs that have won a bunch recently. Texas A&M made the list, didn't they? They Which did. Is... They're number seven. That's interesting. I mean, yeah. they they are they are a recruiting powerhouse. That's what Jimbo's known for. Mm -hmm. So, no, it's not no surprise that they're... And 
you know they no. came above Texas, which is crazy. Oh yeah, that was the big controversy in that one. And then yep. Oregon nine and then us ten. I mean, we beat out yeah. Florida was at eleven and then FSU was at seventeen. So but again, these right. are just high school. I, I I don't look too much into this, but it's still kind of crazy how much the brand still matters. Yeah, no, I mean, that it does matter because, I mean, recruiting, bringing in the personnel is the lifeblood of a program. And I'm hoping we're seeing that, you know, the the results of what Cristobal's doing on that end. Well, let's see if we see it on Saturday, Jimmy. Okay, I need two picks from you. One, I need your lock of the week. We are both 1-0 on our locks. Uh, that was a great pick, Utah over Florida, and then I had Tulane covering against South Alabama. People called me a fool for that. <laughs> but I was not a fool. My lock, um, I'll give you time to look. Yeah, My lock is Deion Sanders, Colorado. They are, they're giving one and a half at home against Nebraska. Favored by one and a half. They were impressive against TCU. That, I mean, what a fun team. I'm I'm hopping on the train. Give me Colorado covering at home against Nebraska. Nebraska did not look good against Minnesota. Yeah, I like that pick. Colorado like looked really good. Shador Sanders, Shadur, Shador, money. Nice. I mean, he is money. And uh, old Travis. Um, wow, Hunter. If you're a Noel wow. watching that, you've got to be crying. Sick to your stomach. That could be your head coach. That could also be your quarterback. I mean, Jordan Travis is, has turned into a good quarterback, but he would also he'd be the backup. He'd be next year's quarterback. And then you would have, honestly, you'd probably have Cormani McLean at that point too. But he didn't really get any meaningful snaps in that game, if any. No. Um, so yeah, that that could have been you. They need a defense. I think they're gonna find it. But like, man, they won, they won one game last year. I mean, it's definitely not the uh, it's definitely not the TCU team of last year. Like they lost no, a lot no, of they players. They lost a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, but what was what was Colorado last year? One and eleven. One and I mean, eleven. Like, you can't. Yeah, Jimmy, they like, have you eighty-seven new players on their team. It's a brand new football <laughs> team. Like it's and a lot of them they they pulled a lot of the kids from like HBCUs. Like it's a crazy it's a crazy story. Like it's super impressive. I'm yeah. I, I, I have I have a lot of mixed feelings about Dion, but like it's just a cool story. I'm hopping on and yeah, I got him against Nebraska. Easy money there. Uh I think I'm gonna take uh they're giving North Carolina fourteen and a half versus Appalachian State at North Carolina. Yeah. I think I'm gonna i I'm I think I'm gonna go North Carolina on that, say that they'll they'll uh they'll beat that. My my brother-in-law is the strength and conditioning coach at App State. He's on that team. Um, uh-huh. They they played, I think, Weber State last week. They looked okay. They didn't cover. I think that's a good pick. North Carolina looks really good. I think this, this game's a little too big for App State at North Carolina, yeah. too. I like that. At North Carolina, will they be able to stop Drake May in that offense? Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Garrett. Come I mean, there's the possibility of a letdown game because South Carolina. I mean, it's a, that's a card. That's a hard week one game. You're playing an SEC team. Yeah, uh, rival. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, because I do not like those Tar Heels, but yeah, North Carolina, fourteen and a half. Okay, um, folks, Saturday, three thirty p.m. 
Texas A&M at the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, Miami. I can feel it coming in. Nah. <laughs> the song we'll sing for every game. <laughs> Uh, I saw someone said that so it wasn't loud enough at the stadium that they needed to turn the volume up, which where, where we sit, They're, we're right by the speakers. Everything's loud enough. Trust me. It's echoing on us. I mean, but that DJ's in shambles right now after that last week of yeah. of them just just drilling into every, every song choice that yes. they gave for the fans. Um, Apparently they listened. Apparently the music was good. Yeah. I, just, this, yeah, I guess it wasn't loud enough. We've got... According to FanDuelSportsBook.com, your Miami Hurricanes are a four and a half point underdog against number twenty-three Texas A&M Underdog four and a half. Give me final score prediction, Jimmy. Mm, what's the over/under on it? Do we have one? The over/under is fifty and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... 31... to 27. Your Canes win. Do not cover. Third, no, they would cover. The, they're an underdog, so if they win, they're... Oh, correct, they're, four and a half. My, yeah. my math was wrong. We barely cover. I like 31-27. No, no, guy, folks, for, for everyone listening, Jimmy is not a sports better. Um, I'm not. Well, so no, if, because I, my math they, was wrong. No, I know. Yeah, but you're they, right, you're right. They could win by one point and cover. They're a four and a half oh, point my gosh. underdog. Oh, yeah, you're, just, you're right. Okay. <laughs> we, we handsomely cover yes. by like eight points. Yes, so take um, the money yes. on the Canes. There we are. Take the money on the Canes. I like my Canes 31. Okay, I'll go back 31-28 then. Okay, 31-28. Like the a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. My pick? And then I and, and I think it's it's off the back of Borgalis. He wins game that game winning for us. Field goal. Maybe? I can't watch. <laughs> oh, I legitimately would not be able to watch that. I would be throwing up in my seat. Um. The last field goal I watched like times. that was the block at the rock. Uh, there is, I had, you know, I had my back turned for the block at the rock at that game. Yeah. And then, cause I was like, I can't watch this. And then like you hear, but in my that head, was I'm like, a tough there's nothing, one. like, obviously we're going to make this. It was a chip shot. That was a tough one to have your back yeah, turned because point. Or, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a, a hard one to have your back turned though, because like, there was there was so much volume. There was like everyone screamed, yeah. good or bad. Yeah, oh but you gosh. could tell um, right when I heard it, my heart sank. I have the Texas A and M Aggies twenty eight, and your Miami Hurricanes twenty four. Oh, you have us losing. I have us what? losing, Jimmy. Was this a did you have us preseason losing this? I did not. Ooh. But I think Yikes. I had us finishing eight and four. Looking at that NC State game I had us losing. I now have us winning that and I have us losing this. Interesting. And I so they don't cover. But I I think they edge us out. I just don't I can't picture us winning a game like this, and I hope to God I'm wrong. Okay. All right. There you have it. 
I hope that's not the case. I just I hope, hope it's not. I hope that is not the case either, my friend. Well, Jimmy, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. I hope the family is well. Um, I hope to see you again in the future, uh, which yeah, I will. Mahalo. Uh, mahalo. I'll be seeing you in a week. Aloha from the land down under in the Pacific. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week and and get ready because Saturday's a big one and we need everyone there at the rock cheering us on. Got it. That place has got to be rocking. Here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. You think anyone will notice us at the game? Think of it, people will be like, oh, those are the Miami Knights guys. I hope we see some of our shirts out there. Yeah. A lot of good merch. A lot of good merch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hope uh, yeah, the Knowles... if, yeah, if you see us, come come over and say hi. Yeah, say hi. <laughs> well, we we do There's not like mind 60 getting of you stopped. on Twitter right now. Um, we don't mind getting stopped and signing some autographs, taking some pictures. So uh, please respect our time with our family, though. Yes, it's, it's don't linger. Yes, thank you. Um, all right. Hope the Knowles lose tonight, and then have a great Labor Day. Have a great week. Yeah. Get the speaker box loud, hitting that stuff, do you hear that sound? Mahalo.